Welcome. Welcome to the Age of Organizational Effectiveness. This is the podcast that explores stories about organizations and their performance. I'm your host, Charles Chandler. This week we're up to episode number 75, and it's titled The New Assumptions of Management. Actually, I'm on the road this week recording from my hotel room, so um, my equipment is a little bit sparse here, but uh, we'll see how it works out. In his 1999 book, Management Challenges for the 21st Century, Peter Drucker explored the assumptions that pertain to the study of management. They are important, he wrote, because they largely determine what the discipline assumes to be reality. Now, almost 20 years after Drucker wrote these words, it's worthwhile to consider how well the assumptions he mentions still hold up today. To begin, Drucker notes that since the study of management first began in the 1930s, two sets of assumptions held sway among most scholars, writers, and practitioners regarding the realities of management. The first set concerns the discipline of management. Number one, management is business management. Number two, there is or there must be one right organization structure. Number three, there is or there must be one right way to manage people. And the second set of assumptions concerns the practice of management. And there's four of these. Number one, technologies, markets, and end users are given. Number two, management scope is legally defined. Number three, management is internally focused. And number four, management scope is defined by political boundaries. Drucker believed that every one of the above assumptions had been replaced by 1999 when he was writing. And the new assumptions, he said, were as follows. For the discipline of management, number one, management is the specific and distinguishing organ of any and all organizations, not just for business. Number two, the best structure for an organization is one that fits the task to be accomplished. So there's no longer just one right organization structure to be found, but the structure should fit the task to be accomplished. Number three, instead of having one right way to manage people, which was command and control, Drucker now said, one does not manage people. The task is to lead people. The goal is to make productive the specific strengths and knowledge of each individual. So in the second set of assumptions for the practice of management, Drucker said that, in number one, neither technology nor end user can be taken as given. They are limitations. The foundations are customer values and customer decisions regarding their disposable income. So in the past, um, you'll recall, technologies, markets, and end users were given. Now he says, none of those can be taken as given but rather we need to look at customer values and customer decisions regarding their disposable income. Number two, now, Drucker says in 1999, management scope is not legally defined, but rather operationally defined, embracing the entire process. It's focused on results and performance across the entire economic chain. So it's not just internally focused, it has to look out at the environment, and internally to look at its operations, but focused on results and performance across the entire economic chain. 
Number three, results of any institution exist only on the outside. Management exists for the sake of the institution's results. It has to start with the intended results and has to organize the resources of the institution to attain these results. It is the organ to make the institution, whether business, church, university, hospital, or battered women's shelter, capable of, of producing results outside of itself. So instead of being internally focused, as was the case for many years, management now needs to be externally focused. And number four, national boundaries are important primarily as restraints, the practice of management, and by no means for business only, will increasingly have to be defined operationally rather than politically. So in the past, most organizations were focused within their country's boundaries. Now it's no longer politically defined because the language of management extends easily across boundaries, political boundaries, into the wider world. But now, almost 20 years on from Drucker's writings, I would submit that the following updates could be made to his list in line with what we've been talking about on this podcast, such as management by positive organizational effectiveness. So for the discipline of management, yes, management is the distinguishing organ of any and all organizations in the business, government, and nonprofit sectors, in other words, throughout the economy. But it's also required when several organizations cooperate to tackle specific problems in society to support the common good. In the case of number two, the best structure for an organization is the one that most is most effective in serving its chosen environment, not just focused on the task internally, but focused on how best to serve the chosen environment, because that is what's necessary in order to survive and thrive. Number three, one does not manage people. As Drucker said, the task is to lead people. The goal is to make productive these specific strengths and knowledge of each individual, but I would add it's also to make the specific weaknesses of each individual irrelevant by teaming them up with others that have the strengths where they are weak. Now into the second uh, group of assumptions for the practice of management. And the updates, uh, I would suggest, could be as follows. Number one, neither technology nor end user can be taken for granted, as Drucker says. They are limitations. The foundations are customer values, customer decisions, and customer behaviors, particularly surrounding the use of their disposable income. Because behaviors are things that we can observe directly in the field, uptake adoption and use of the organization's offerings by its customers in the surrounding environment validates the results chain and indicates that effectiveness is taking place. In the case of number two, management scope is not legally defined, but rather operationally defined, embracing the entire process. It is focused on results, performance, and effectiveness, particularly across the entire economic chain. And effectiveness is the key higher level indicator that we're focused on in management by positive organizational effectiveness. Assumption number three for the practice of management, results of any institution exist only on the outside. Management exists for the sake of the institution's results, uh, but it has to start with a portfolio of expected external outcomes to be generated by its offerings and has to organize the resources of the institution to attain these results. Management is the organ to make the institution whether business, government, or nonprofit, capable of achieving results outside of itself. 
And finally, number four, national boundaries are important, primarily as restraints. The practice of management, and by no means for business only, will increasingly have to be defined operationally rather than politically. There's really no change from what was suggested by Drucker on that one. So it's been rather brief today. I wanted to have something in the feed for you to think about this week. What we've tried to do today is to revisit some of Drucker's wisdom from about 20 years ago to see how it fares today. In general, it's held up pretty well. But some new ideas have come on the scene and further updates may be warranted. We'll have to continue to revisit this as time goes on. So that's about it for today. Join us next week as we again consider stories about organizations and their performance. In the meantime, you can access all of our podcasts at our website, ageofoe.com. So long for now.